theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston, press to ATO. Three, two, one. The eagle has landed, our brains have just taken off, and we're ready to keep it going. Let's go! <laughs> so today, we are going to continue our conversation on this new technology that is mind-boggling, extremely complex, and very worthy of us breaking it down. Yeah, worthy of our time and I promise you, quote me on this in five years, worthy of your time if well, you actually take it. But I would yeah. say today we're going to explain a concept that's actually <laughs> relatively new to the world of NFTs and blockchain. It was kind of like, I don't know exactly when it was proposed. Yeah. You know, I know that it, it, it it's relatively new. Not a lot of people have been doing this yes. specifically. So we're talking about what does it mean to actually burn art yes. on a digital blockchain? So we've had... First off, so we've had many episodes explaining what is a non-fungible token, and we've broken it down many times, but just as a quick reminder, it's not like a dollar. A dollar is fungible. One dollar can be exchanged for one dollar. And it doesn't matter what dollar that is. Yes, and five one-dollar bills can be exchanged for a five-dollar bill. That is fully fungible. But in the other side of things of where we're buying and selling goods, you can't just simply exchange one house for another house. There's always, there's usually always details within those houses that make them worth different values, even if they're exactly the same. Yeah, I was going to say. Location, yeah. The location, the color, there's going to be something that makes them slightly different and therefore it's non Fungible. Exactly. Do you so, have anything to, simpl- to simplify that for the, our wonderful guests? Or? Well, just think about, okay, Ford or te- Tesla. Let's take Tesla. Tesla mm-hmm. bu- pumps out how many Tesla Model S's, right? And the Tesla Model S's, if you just get the basic one, is all going to look the same. But they mm-hmm. don't all look the same, and they're not actually all the same. They yeah. have a VIN number with it, right? Yeah. You're not going to exchange one for one because one might have more more uh, miles on it than the right. other, right? So the, it really becomes pretty crystal clear as to what non-fungible means when you yeah. really start thinking about physical assets in the real world. But yeah. this, what we're talking about is one that is a digital asset only mm-hmm. in the digital world. Mm-hmm. And that comes with a contract, mm-hmm. a programmable contract that basically shows everything on the blockchain, the transaction when it was actually mm-hmm. put on there, every transaction in the history of that one little piece of code that one nft okay yeah. and there could so, be one of 10 yeah of that nft but there will never be 11 of them there will only be mm-hmm. one of it'll only be 10 right yes. now so today what we're talking about is what happens when you have 10 of those nfts right you've got number one two three four five six seven all the way through 10 <laughs> yeah now what happens when you or the artist encourages someone or their collectors, right? The people who own his stuff yeah. or her stuff. When they, when he or she says, well, if you burn it. We'll reward you. We'll reward you. Let, let's just break this down. Because this is something that honestly, in the physical world, I can't think of any situation where you're rewarded for burning something. Right. And that's, that's a key thing. So actually, before we go into the reward, I would say this does happen, though quite often in the physical world in terms of like there was only 
like let's do classic cars again. They were yeah. only, you know, X amount. Like let's just say this is not the real number, but there were only ten Bugatti Atlantiques made okay. ever by okay. a Tory Bugatti, right? They're just making, yeah. Just making this up. This right. is not true. Okay, don't fact check me here. This is just for you know <laughs> example purposes. Example, yeah. So and then all of a sudden, actually seven of them are gone and we have no idea no one knows what happened to the seven right but we know that there were never more than 10 ever made right and 10 11 can never be made someone could try to replicate it but we would be able to figure out pretty quickly that's a fake right it's a knockoff so there's only 10 and now seven are missing what the heck well oh my gosh whoever owns those three those have become so incredibly valuable because even though there were originally 10 made and now seven are gone, no, we don't, no, no one knows where they are. Those three become incredibly valuable. So right. that's not the reward side of it, but that basically just sets up the stage of like why burning makes something more rare, yeah. even in the digital world. It changes, it, it changes the, the quantity, yeah. which changes the supply. And even if demand remains the same, that increases the value. Yes. And so something that's more rare is typically worth something that is everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so in this world, though, I'm trying to think of an example. So taking what you were saying with the Bugattis, there's zero incentive for anyone who owned one to say, I'm going to light this on fire or I'm going to throw it into a lake and it will never be seen again and won't be drivable. There's zero incentive for someone to do that. Right. Because if they do that, they lost the value of that entire vehicle. So in like, even if you owned, uh, if, even if there was 10 of them and you owned two of them, it, it wouldn't make sense for you to go and burn one to make the other one worth more money because it wouldn't make that single one worth more than double what the original value was especially yeah especially if it was intentional everyone would be everyone would just look at each other and just say why yeah why did you why did you like this is a piece of history and Mm -hmm. art why would you get rid of the other you know that doesn't like that doesn't make any sense so but in the digital world this is where creativity is expansive like you can really play a lot more in the digital space Mm -hmm. than you can in the physical world and it makes sense so we're going to talk about burning and how that actually can reward people like actually you can create an incentive structure around your own art for Mm -hmm. collectors who really believe in you and you can reward them in a way that doesn't seem to make sense in the physical world but it does in the digital world yeah i'm going to keep going with your bugatti example throughout this whole conversation i think it was very good and this is and i'm just going to try to explain how this works by demonstrating what this would look like in the physical world using bugatti yeah so what what was the uh the creator of the bugatti vehicles ettore bugatti ettore so let's so once again they did not make 10 and there are there are a few of them in the world but we're we're using 10 as an example number because it's very easy math yeah so in the example of he has he creates 10 that means that 10 people own one yeah it is possible that one person owns two but just for simple explain explanation yeah 10 people own one bugatti he sold them to him he received cash for those now what you can do if, if this is in the future is it's as if he says to those 10 owners what i will do is if you come back to me and you bring the car, 
I will allow, I will let you uh, burn it right. I will burn it right in front of you. But in exchange for you burning it, I'll create you either a brand new custom one of one car, mm-hmm. or I'll pay you the cash that you gave me. But I'll give you um, I'll, I'll, I'll double it. I'll give you double that amount of cash if you bring that car in to this little hot spot. And when I watch it burn, you're going to get double cash or I'll make you a new one of one car. Yeah. And that is kind of the way that it's happening in this digital world right now, because you can do that. It doesn't it it doesn't require that much more. um, It's actually really simple contract if you think about it, but it allows artists to really play around with the supply and demand to allow something that maybe there's a lot of to be fewer of giving more value to that and then allowing them to create something else Mm -hmm. that is something that people can't attain unless they burn it yep so that one of one car you could only get that if you burn this other one and so What's, what would happen in, in, in that situation? Would you burn it to go get one of one? Or would you say, you know what, I'm going to keep it because now there's only nine of them and I kept mine. So that would increase the value of those cars and I own one of them. Exactly. And the, and the great thing too about this is like we continue to say, everything is public on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. So you can actually wait and see mm-hmm. who burns right how many if there's only 10 people who own this digital piece of art right right right. and you're contemplating whether or not you actually want to burn well you can actually kind of sit back and watch and see okay well obviously everyone's either either holding or there are a few here or there or if dude like everyone except for me just did it right okay i'm gonna maybe hold on to it for just a little bit longer then because now i am the only one who has this and now the artist is gonna say cool I just made that one piece super rare right. and and the incentive was enough for those people to feel like it was worth it. And mm-hmm. it, and the key is, is that the artist has to make it worth it. Right. It's right. not about tricking people mm-hmm. about like, do you want $5, you know, like do you want $5 now? But then, you know, in a couple of years, it's actually going to be 20. That's right. kind of a risk that you have to take. Mm-hmm. But the artist has to think through to ensure that everyone kind of whoever invested into that artist mm-hmm. initially is going to be happy no matter what, whether they burned it or they kept it yeah, or, you know, whatever. There's, there's just a lot of, very complicated. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with it. And, and, you know, so we've talked about the collection of pack, the fungible collection Mm -hmm. a lot. And, you know, what he's kind of playing around with, um, is actually really interesting, you know, where his uh, pieces are called cubes. Yes. And it's called the fungible collection, which at first it's a little bit confusing. But the more that you learn about it, the more you understand how he's playing this game yes. with the technology. Exactly. And I, I just think that, you know, what what he's going to do with this, no one really knows. And he's being vague a little bit on purpose. And part of this is, is he's actually one of the first artists to really play with this mm-hmm. in a big way, right? Yes. Where he is, he put out a collection that was a pretty, it was a pretty big deal in this space with Sotheby's and Nifty Gateway and got a lot of attention. And it was mysterious enough for people to just kind of like shake their heads. Like, wait, what is this? What is this going to be? But as it, as time goes on, Mm -hmm. you start to really kind of understand what he's kind of trying to do. And interestingly him, as well as a lot of other artists like, hold on, you're saying him. 
we don't oh, know. Oh, we don't know. Yeah, that's true. This person See, look at my own is, gender bias. Or who these people are. No idea. That's that's the first mystery. That it right? is, yeah, exactly. And you can do that in the digital space. Think about how difficult it is to do it in the physical world. There's one artist I can think of that's very famous, but we don't know what he looks like. And his name is Banksy. Yeah. He's a street artist. But honestly, if you go on Google, I'm sure you you'll see it out. you'll see security cameras that caught him in different places, and they'll show his face, and you can actually find it online. I'm, I'm very very confident. If you Google it, you'll find him. Yeah. But in this digital world, this guy can really stay hidden and just go by his pseudoname for the whole eternal, the whole period of time that yeah. he's creating art. And he's building a name for himself. And I'm saying him again. But it could be a her or it could be a group of people. And he, and this individual or group is called PAK, P-A-K. P-A-K, yeah. And he is not as much of like, the Pablo Picasso or the Vincent van Gogh. He's more comparable to Leonardo da Vinci or like Michelangelo. I would say Leonardo da Vinci, not Michelangelo. Because Leonardo da Vinci is really, like we've talked about this, like this is where like science and math nature meets art. It's like he is physics, physics, math, and art. It, yeah. I would actually put it in a in a in a square. It's it's physics, math, design, and art. And yeah. he continues to he, explain she, the difference. It, she, whatever yeah. it could be. Pronouns do matter, though. Right. So I think that it's it's obviously a little bit difficult for us with pseudonyms, and I, hopefully we'll get we'll get better at it. Yeah. But um, I would just say that what Pack is doing is very very intriguing, and he, it's not like he's trying to keep everyone in the dark. I mean, being synonymous in this world is is nothing new. It's yeah. it's pretty common, and we all get it. Yeah, you know, we get that now. But I would say that what he's trying to do, what Pack is trying to do, is to really get people thinking about, well, why do you spend money on this? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you really trying to do, and what am I really trying to do? Right. right? In terms of being an artist and you being a consumer, right. we're gonna we're gonna do some experiments together. I'll always make sure I have your best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's. Seriously, that's like, how do you establish that? That's basically only because that that can be that can be happening on the blockchain because the blockchain is about trustless yeah. systems, right? That you actually can trust them, and everyone can see what Pack is doing. Everyone mm-hmm. can see what each other is doing, and with people, um, that's another artist that's that we've a whole talked about. World, but but I would just say is like what he and I'm I'm assuming Pack will do this too. This is part of like his his vision for you know burning certain you know, items that he sells, you know, people now requires, and a lot of artists are requiring you to actually own something of theirs Yeah, it's before very, it's very, you can it's, actually go into the next collection that they launch. Right? right. And so there, there's a lot of interesting creative things that people are doing, but the burn aspect yeah. is to me, I think that's really unique to digital art. Well, let's bring pack into the physical world by looking at the example of uh, the founder of Bugatti and the 10 cars that he made. Okay. Yeah. So here in that example, what, Ettore? Ettore Bugatti, he was French. In that example, it's as if he says, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a new car and I'm going to allow anyone who wants to buy it on Monday from who, if you want to buy it, just be here at my factory 
at one o'clock. And if you tell me at one, between one o'clock and one fifteen that you want a car, I will charge you only five hundred dollars. Yeah. And so he says that. All of a sudden, it's twelve fifty nine. Ding! Doors open. Everyone runs in. Says, "I want one. I want one." And however many people, let's say a hundred people came, then there would be one hundred of those cars being made. And then if only if a thousand people came, then there would be a thousand of those cars. Very easy math. Then he says, wait, 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 I'm not done. This is actually like a, a full-on experiment that I'm going to play around with. Yeah, and this is what John's describing is called an open edition yes. in the NFT world. And, so, and, he, and he's minting them. Yeah, in, as many is, as is, people want to buy yes. in that 15-minute period of time. Right, and this is, ex- I'm, I'm literally explaining what PAC did yeah. as well. And then he says, okay, tomorrow I'm going to allow anyone, and you could have come in yesterday, but or you can you could be the same person that came in on Monday, but on Tuesday I'm going to do it again at the exact same time, one to one fifteen, and however many people want to come in, I'm going to get give them one car for one thousand dollars. Yeah, so double what so it was double the, day the price. So now he co- he opens the doors. A lot of people come in still, but maybe maybe less. It all kind of depends on how he how it's all set up, and then. On the third day, he says, okay, I'm going to open the doors, do the exact same thing on Wednesday, except now they're going to be Mm $1,500. And then he says, so surprise everyone. If you actually ended up with more than one, I'm going to give you an opportunity to burn them, or even if you have one. So he looks at the total amount that were purchased. There were there were thirty one hundred individual yes. who purchased in, yep. a cube. Yep. At yeah. least or one a, at least one yeah. cube. In the Bugatti it would be it would be like thirty one hundred people between the three days yeah, exactly. have made a purchase from him and it's very exciting. Some of them could own more than one car yeah. or cube, and some may only just own one single one. And the thing that he made so freaking genius is he says, Okay, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you all, because of, of those 3,100, a lot of people ended up buying a lot more than a single one. Yeah. And he's saying, what I'm going to do, and I'm going to actually break it down to like real simple format, is I'm going to allow you to come back. So I'll make the car for you. You'll, you'll drive it out of here. If you bought three, you'll drive all three out of here. But in two weeks, I'm going to allow you to come back with on Monday between starting at one o'clock and if you bring your car in or your cars in i'm going to light them on fire i'm going to make them disappear they will burn they will no longer exist but what i'm going to do is i'm going to (laughs) this is where it gets really complicated but really interesting what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you a a special ticket i'm going to give you (laughs) i'm like coming up with this but it makes sense i'm going to give you a special ticket and a raffle ticket and if you get uh this ticket you're gonna have a chance to acquire one of my new pieces that will only be available with those tickets and if you come in and you bring two cars then you get two tickets and then he also plays around with the time too so he's like if you're the first one to come in and bring in your car to have it burned I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you in, in the number in the in the real in the 
digital world that Pax playing with is I'm going to give you a thousand, a thousand tickets that could be exchanged for future art. Yeah. And if you come in the second group, let's say you come in at 115, I'm mean, I've already met, you know, I've already given each person a thousand per car, a thousand tickets per car. If you come in at 115, you're only going to get 500 per car. So why would he do this? So what he's doing is he's rewarding people who take the risk. Mm hmm to burn their car first. Yes. They, he's not incentivizing people to sit back and mm -hmm. watch and see what happens right. and then play their cards right. right. He's saying, no, I want people, this this world is all about risk. This world this is, is high crazy. risk right now. Yeah. This is very high risk, high, you know, brand new. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. So he wants to reward people who are taking the risk yeah. to just do it before anyone else. So he's he basically says, yeah, I'm, he, he's, going to give everyone like at least a 24 hour notice of when it's going to happen. Yeah. And then whoever does it first is going to get more. Right. right? And I would say, you know, I like your, your, the ticket, but yeah. I would also say, just imagine if like, if, if Bugatti said, Hey, we have like our own little like t coins or like yeah. we, a gift card here. I think right? gift cards actually gift the card, perfect yeah. example. That's yeah. only for Bugatti, but like you, no one can actually have this gift card yeah. unless you've purchased a car and you mm -hmm. burned it, right? Right. You can't get this unless you do that. Right. And so that's kind of what he's, he's essentially creating his non fungibles to become a fungible coin, right? Right. Something that you can actually buy, but you could only have if you owned yeah. his first big drop. Yeah. With, One of those cars Yeah. in the, in the physical example. Yeah. Exactly. A gift card is fungible. If you think exactly. about it, it's very, fungible. but it's only for that one company, right? So yes. like Amazon. So I have an Amazon gift card. It's only, yeah. I can't go take it, you know, over to the gas station. Mm -hmm. I have to only, I can only buy it with Amazon. And but, so he's, but you could exchange an Amazon gift card for best buy gift card. Exactly. But will that be exactly a hundred dollars on Amazon be worth a hundred dollars at best buy? or $100 at McDonald's. I would say that the Amazon one's going to be worth more because you can do a, you can spend a lot more things on there. Yeah. versus something that's like very very niche like a crazy shirts uh, gift yeah. card where there's only like a few out there and yeah. you can only get like shirts. Yeah, you know what you I mean? Yeah, you know what's really interesting is actually gift cards are actually really I don't know why I never thought about this. I'll probably have to think about it a little bit more mm -hmm. before we use it continuously, but I think it's actually a pretty good analogy to what coins are tokens i agree 100 percent for sure yeah. because there has there is a utility and if there's no utility with a gift card or mm -hmm. no utility with a coin like dogecoin yeah what the heck well it's a little bit different in those situations because in uh like if you're looking at like bitcoin ethereum or dogecoin it's not like you can only get things from bitcoin stores you can pretty much you can convert the, it you yeah. can convert it into whatever and and if it's a really big name cryptocurrency. Yeah. If it's a, could, no, there's a difference between currency and coin and token. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, but, but in this example, I, I think we're doing a pretty damn good job of explaining this. Yeah. If I, if, I if, if, if my grandma was here, she'd be very proud of me. And Take she'd it home, be like, baby. Wow, this is very interesting. So I just want to just go back to on the third day, he said, anyone who comes in can buy a car for 1500. But right before he says that he tells everyone that in two weeks, he will allow people to come in and burn their car for a gift card that gives them access to a very exclusive new set of vehicles mm -hmm. and very, very rare. And so what does that do to the market? So if he does it right before the 
the opening of the door to allow people to buy it for 1500 it tells a lot more people to come on in like dude we got to go in this is going to give us these gift cards that are going to be worth that much more on the on the market this is exciting so a lot of people come in on the third day even though they're paying triple the price of what the first day was of 500 now this is this is the phase that is going on right now we are in the phase of two weeks before the big opening of the door for the last time where he's going to exchange people's cars for gift cards and people have ownership of all these cars and there's a market where people are able to sell them to someone who didn't participate in going to the barnyard to buy the cars right away and there's also people who maybe own some cars and they're like you know what I want to get more cars because the more I get, the bigger the gift card. The bigger the gift card, the more I'm going to be able to purchase that those exclusive new cars in the future that are only able to be purchased with this gift card. And that's the world that, that's going on right now. And in this world right now, the price has been very volatile. It has been fascinating. But I've never – and you can see every single transaction that's happening – and I have not seen anyone get one for less than a thousand. I saw that only just like one to two hours after they were made. A few people freaked out and were like, I don't know what's going on. And they just sold them. Shame on them. That was yeah. a big mistake because all of a sudden it went right up to 1500. People were exchanging them for 1500. But then a lot of the big players were starting to buy a lot of them. And as soon as they were trying to buy a lot of them, they started paying a premium for them. And so all of a sudden it goes up to 2,400 and now it's making people think like, is it better for me to just get my cash back? Is it better for me to make a real quick profit here? Or should I just hold on and wait to go and exchange it for a gift card? Or should I just keep this car? Because if I keep this car, it's going to be that much more rare of a thing because so many people went back to burn their car in exchange for a gift card. Yeah. And it's a very complicated situation that is very fun, one of a kind, doesn't exist in the real world, never seen it, and this is inside the brain of pack. Exactly, and it is so interesting because it really is creating so many different markets. Yes. I mean, it's it's and one of the things I have to say I love about pack is with with the design of this drop, it was really intentional in terms of long term use case over yes. time, right? Long-term not value. Long-term value, but not just that. It was also very accessible, actually, hmm. for those who believed early on. So you didn't mm -hmm. have to be a whale to actually buy no. in initially, but you had to have been ready and you had to yeah. have been right there and you had to have believed in it in some way, shape, or form. Now, mm -hmm. that to me is really cool because I think accessibility um, and equal opportunity is a huge part of what blockchain's eventual like vision is and yeah. it started with that and it still is that it's about not allowing you know markets and systems to basically be uh you know centralized with certain individuals who have all the money and all the power so right. it's about it's about equal distribution and so ha allowing people to have access into it think about it the first day five hundred dollars yeah. for one rewarding cube. the first individual first people if you if you 
weren't a big even if this was just like your first time but you're like okay whatever maybe it has Sotheby's in it you know like I don't know what the reason is if you were if you don't make a lot of money but you spent $500 on it in that first day maybe you believe in impact or Bugatti in that example it could be a bunch of different reasons but you it's an entry level that's not that high okay the entry level was $500 per cube yeah car and it's on day one it didn't you didn't need to use Ethereum. You didn't need to use Bitcoin. You could use your credit card. Yeah, it was it's available like to anyone. accessible for so many people, okay? Mm-hmm. And at least in the United States, okay? And so when you think about that, think about the person who bought it and maybe they are making like $35,000 a year, for example, right? Mm-hmm. They're in an entry-level position, but they just said, this is like exciting. I just want to be a part of it. And then, yeah, maybe after the third day, they kind of freaked out and or, or the fourth day or even now they're like i don't know I, maybe i shouldn't have sold it yeah. or maybe, maybe i shouldn't have spent five hundred dollars but now mm-hmm. if you want to go onto the marketplace and you want to sell it you're going to make four times what you spent yeah so let, let's break that down who would be the winners of like who did the best in that example of the car buyers coming in on the first day the second day or the third day the first day the first day by far because they paid the lowest amount but they had the least amount of knowledge of how this all could possibly work exactly then word of mouth spread yes and so then on the third day you're kind of evaluating like dude but i'm paying triple what i would have on the first day but now i know what this system's like and so it still brings in a ton of people to get in on it and you know what? If you got in on day one, two, or three, so you didn't have to buy it from someone else who bought it on one day, two, or three, then you're a winner. In this situation, you're a winner. There was a moment where people were worried about it, where the price, where they sold it for what they paid for, it, or they made a profit. You know, they bought it for five hundred and they sold it for fifteen hundred. Congratulations, you tripled your money. But those who still hold on. Now we're looking at 2,000, 2,400. Wait till the burn happens. What's going to happen after that? And this whole collection is a crazy puzzle. And he's demonstrating the possibilities with this technology. And it's been fascinating to learn about. And it also demonstrates the potential of this technology long term in many different formats. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens. But I think that, that the fact that he already created such enormous value for individuals who invested into this collection yeah. early into him too or or it hit that's back. that's what it's all about that to me is what it's all about I so agree. it is fascinating you gotta admit it's freaking amazing it is i hope we explained the whole burning system i know it's a little bit difficult to you know wrap your head around but just think about it in the physical world and how difficult that would be and that is actually happening in the in the digital world yeah. right now they and it, it's only begun there are yeah. going to be a lot of other things that people do to mm-hmm. actually you know get people to believe in them and to actually invest in their collection early on so yeah. really cool stuff and i hope you guys got a lot out of this we look forward to speaking with you tomorrow we'll talk to you then bye, bye.
hope you've enjoyed this journey through Sam.